Welcome back to 10 Minute Investing Canada, where we do stock analysis, market overviews, and break down financial news in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, Austin Bentz, and let's get the show on the road. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today is uh, Wednesday, May 26th, and we're going to do a look back episode today or just go back over some of the companies we've covered in the specific company episodes and just see what they've done since the episode aired. Um, And then I'll maybe give some thoughts on kind of what happened, why I think what happened did, and just what I'm feeling going forward, just to give an update on those. A couple of people have asked questions about previous um, companies we've looked at here and just what to think about them going forward, what to think about recent moves. So we will take a look at those. Again, I'm calling it a look back episode. Um, So I guess before I get started, I'll say all the prices I quote are as of the day following the podcast, we spoke about the company. So I would have given you a chance. And if it was on a weekend, then we're going to go the following Monday or Tuesday, if it was a holiday, whatever, whatever we're going. So I'm looking at it as, you know, I aired it, you had a chance to listen, think about it, do your own looking uh due diligence and look up the the stock or look up the company and then make a decision the next trading day so that's the most fair way i could think to kind of judge performance based off of uh air date of the podcast because the day that i talk about them and quoted their price is it's always at night um is when i record so ironically today i'm recording at lunch at work on my lunch break so uh the the today's prices are just midday prices that i pulled here before the episode started um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just start working our way back. Uh, the first one or most recent one was enthusiast gaming tickers, EGLX. That one was at $10 and six cents the day after the call it uh, today's at $7 and 68 cents. So that one took a bit of a slacking, uh, down 23.66%. Uh, my thoughts are pretty steady on this company. Honestly, I, I actually did buy the dip on this one. I bought in around seven eighty seven ninety area. Um, if you go back and listen to that podcast, a lot of the reasoning for that was that they had cheap multiples and, you know, they just got cheaper. I think that they're, they'll be fine going forward. Um, the reason that they did get whacked in my opinion, is just growth stocks in general have been taking a hit in the whole month of May here. Um, you know, with, with this pending inflation, we're talking about higher rates. We kind of saw the CPI index show more inflation. Um, people were worried about that. And, and that's just going to raise rates or have the fear of raising rates or the Fed's raising rates and central banks raising them. Um, growth stocks take a hit, right? We're talking about, and we've discussed this on previous episodes, growth stocks, you're always looking at earnings that are way in the future. And the, when you increase those discount rates, you're going to lower the value today that you're willing to pay for those stocks. And the risk-free rate is your starting point for any discount rate. So when you're looking at as inflation might go up, CPI was showing that, you're worried about treasuries going up. It's going to increase your discount rate, your risk premiums. It's going to bring these stocks down. reason I still like EGLX is they actually have revenue. You know, a lot of these companies, they're pre-revenue. They're just ideas and they're talking about what they can possibly earn in years to come. Uh, they, they're generating revenue. Um, even since the podcast is out, they've acquired a couple more websites. There are over 100 websites as of the as of the previous podcast, um, and they've acquired more. So I think they're going about things the right way. They're always making moves, um, and I like where they're at. I think their multiples are low. I think if we get another cycle where growth stocks kind of come back into favor and we get a bit of a, a hot 
e-gaming market again, you'll see this one shoot up. Again, I said that on the podcast. There is risk involved with it being a growth stock. I, I touched on that, and that's kind of exactly what we saw happen. But if you're looking at a two to three year time horizon, which is what I do when I make investments personally, again, touched on that last podcast. Think about your why, think about your reasoning and your time horizons. I'm looking two to three years out for most of my investments, at least. This is one I think can easily double or triple in two to three years. And, you know, it's on sale to me when it goes down to this mid $7 range. So I, I'm okay with that one. Um, and I picked up more, as I said. Going to KR Control BioCloud, same story here. They were $2.06 as the last podcast. Um, we rotated, or they're now at uh, $1.80. Again, we rotated at a growth stock, so they were down 12.62%. Bit of a hit, not as much as uh, EGLX, but same story. The, I still like them. Again, I didn't buy a dip on these guys at all. I'm in around just over 2 bucks, so I'm fine with that entry point. I think I said on that podcast I could see them getting to about 6 to $8 potentially, which would be a good exit point for me. Um, but we've seen positive news from KNR recently. I, I think it was their CEO recently posted a uh, a news a news piece that they successfully did detect COVID nineteen particles in the air of uh, a customer of theirs. So now this is no longer just testing trials. This is actually in action. Their system's working. So I know we've been waiting for a lot of these pent up uh, sales demands that they keep talking they're going to have, and we haven't seen it yet. Hopefully showing that their technology works in real time is going to start driving the demand for some of these sales and we'll see a good bump up in KNR coming forward. So I'm hanging on to this one. I think it'll be okay. Um, and yeah, good things on the, on the horizon. So I think just be patient. You know, if you can't handle a, a 20% swing in some of these small cap penny stocks, you should probably just stick to major large cap stocks because these ones can do this for almost no reason. Um, I think there was a bit of a reason this time, but they can. So I just I wouldn't lose sight of the vision and what you the reason you liked it if you did buy that one. Just stay the course. I don't think anything dramatic has happened to either of those two as far as uh, company fundamentals go. To touch on precious metals, April twentieth, I dropped the podcast called "Time to Look at Precious Metals." Um, gold is at seventeen seventy seven. It's up to eighteen ninety five, so up six point six percent. Uh, silver was at 25.83, up to 27.78, so up seven and a half percent. I think the outlook for precious metals is good. They look to have bottomed in April. Uh, anyone that bought junior or um, more senior miners has been happy with their performance, and we'll get into that later too with uh, Kirkland Lake in this podcast. But yeah, I think that that was a good call as far as precious metals kind of rotating into favor, and they should continue to do that for the next few months. So I'm going to stick by that statement. Um, and I like that one. Maxar, this is one I actually did get a couple people asked about this one specifically. They did take a big hit. So what happened here? Uh, I guess first I'll touch on March 31st podcast. They were at $47.52 a share. Today they were at $37.66, and that's up a little bit from the low where they were at about $33. Again, I bought more at $30, $34 about. They missed earnings a couple weeks back. That's what caused this, and they dropped 28%. Almost every analyst report that covers the company was saying buy the dip on this. And and I was in agreement with that statement. So Maxar was about a $70, $80 stock years ago. They fell to about $5 because they got over leveraged. Again, go back to that podcast if you want more. We're just covering high level because it's all the details in there. They're way overly leveraged. They cut the chief executive officer and some other chief management, brought in new people, and they've been doing a great job at slashing the debt. They missed earnings. But again, the problem with this company was that they were so over leveraged 
And they've been doing a good job to work their way out of that and made a lot of improvements. And anyone that's ever got out of the personal debt, you'll know debt just gets easier to pay off the more you pay down, right? Less money is going to interest, more is going to the principal. Um, so these guys are on a good track to keep paying off their debt. And when they do get you know, deleveraged sufficiently that the market can just generally weight them on future expectations and operations. Again, like they were, I expect them to be at least an $80 stock, if not more. So again, stay the course. I think if you've got a two, three year time horizon and you can wait this one out, this is a, this is a cheap company. They're even below the price they were um, before Kathy Wood talked about that space exploration ETF that launched the whole space industry. So I think you're getting back into this one before the hype. Uh, if you do have the opportunity to buy now. So I wouldn't be worried about Maxar if you're holding for the long term. And if you've got some cash, I think they look even look even more attractive. They're down just over 20% from the podcast date. So I would uh, look at picking some up if you can. Uh, Standard Lithium, $3.23 time of podcast. They're at 383 uh, Similar to precious metals, like all, all, I mean, precious metals and materials, have, the whole sector has been riding out. Standard Lithium has been taking action there and i don't think they're done at all like i said they will be a um three to four year hold for me i think they had their main revenue coming into 2026 that's five years out and lithium's only going to get more expensive as the demand increases so i'm holding on to that like i said like that's a long-term hold for me uh they've rewarded you so far i don't think it's early to get in or i don't think it's too late to get in sorry i think you're still early and i think they'll be great going forward uh, and last, Kirkland Lake Gold. We did that on March seventh. They're at forty-two dollars seventy-eight cents, and they're up to fifty-three thirty-nine for about a twenty-four point eight percent increase. Um, so this one's just been a winner. Like I said when I did that podcast, they're no debt really. Great company, great operations. I think they're taking advantage of this precious metals run. Um, you know, their price to earnings is crazy low. Their profitability was a, way better than their peers using those economies of scale. Uh, Kirkland Lake Gold is just a solid company and it's been a $70 stock. I think it's on its way back there. You know, if you're picking that up in the low forties, you're happy with your investment. You know, it's a solid company. It seems like every day I log into my, uh, my trading or my Yahoo finance app. It's usually where I keep my, uh, tickers in, in Yahoo finance. I find it quick. Anyway, hop in there and they're up a half a percent or a percent, like almost every day. It's just so steady that they just keep ticking up. So I think you're very happy if you bought into that one. Um, and you know, you're not looking to move on from that. So there is the quick wrap up. I would say, you know, I still believe in all of the, the companies we've talked about that I've said I like, and I own all of these ones actually, as, as we're speaking about them. So I've been owning what I've been talking about and telling people that I think are worth buying. I've been standing behind that. So um, obviously I'm in the red on a few of them as we pointed out, um, but I've been trying to buy by the dips on those. And I think long-term prospects, I, I like where all these companies are headed. I think they're good, good companies still. And I think a lot of the downturns have been explainable and you know we'll be okay when we look as a long-term horizon for, for what they can do and what they're trying to achieve. So yeah, go back if you want any more information any of those podcasts just to hear uh, the original why. Obviously, I'll go into more depth and just the overview here. But this is something I'm going to try and do going forward is just to kind of do a three-month look back at, hey, what have we called on? What have we, what have we talked about? What do we think was going to happen? Did it happen or not? It's a good way to keep myself honest and uh, keep a log of what I'm saying to make sure I'm not just out here full of shit, I guess, in general, just saying stuff and not really standing behind it. So I have been buying all these companies. I'm going to continue to go back and we'll look at the performance and 
and uh, and see how these are going. But yeah, here's the first look back episode. Um, hope anyone enjoyed that. And we'll have a, a few more beginner investor series coming up this week. So uh, stay tuned for those if you prefer those over the company specific or, um, pods or, or these type of episodes. We'll have some more of those other uh, more general ones for you coming this week too. So other than that, have a happy hump day, everyone. Um, summer's coming. Lots to look forward to and take care.